We are live. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Hello. Today we begin slash continue with uh, session two, but episode one of our GURPS Star Wars um, Vanguard campaign. Because Nosh couldn't be bothered to be here. The nerve. For those of you that uh, are interested in the podcast, this will be made available as audio only, and the links will be at the bottom of our regular YouTube videos. Which reminds me, we need to, you know, actually say what we have rolled. Yes, we should be more we wary of that. We keep forgetting about that. <laughs> uh, is there any character business from our last session? I don't have any. Not yet. I have some. Uh, I have added, uh, what the hell is it? Contact group family. So that is, uh, Nihilus, uh, standard, uh, with the, uh, modifier of reciprocal, which effectively means that if they do something for me, I may owe them a favor. And this is family or is this people associated with the family so this is the family now how they arrange something or other is is up to them and the uh the skill set here is a little vague so it kind of depends on the situation it's probably more uh favors than than skills in that in that way but uh so would it be I'm... only family members or would it be you know elements of the the business, family business. Well, I would contact the family members and they would make arrangements with the business or whatever. So where it might come from the business, but uh, I will have contacted a family member in order to get there. Okay. But uh, just FYI, I'm not going to use it this session. So you've got at least uh, a week to wrap your head around Are you the sure? idea. I don't intend to use it this session. Your direct point of contact will be a family member. So that would be your mother at this point. Do you have siblings? I have a large extended family all over the place. All right, Lots not a problem. Is there anyone else making any character stuff? Nope. All right, all good. Well, then we shall begin. This will be session two. So we will have one more session where um, you are free to make random character changes. Or two for Nosh. Does 0.5 actually count against the grace period? I'm easy. I think three sessions, though, is enough to work out your character. Like I seem to recall, luck didn't have intimidation and a few other things. You'd normally find those out in the first few sessions. But yeah, three sessions. On the fourth sessions, the fourth session characters will be locked in. Alright. We shall begin. Um we will first start with character introductions. Um let's go with order of semi rank. Um, so we'll begin with luck. Tell us your story. Right. Hi, 
I'm Rigel. I'm playing RK0336, a former clone trooper who was decanted two years after the Battle of Naboo and joined the 336th Attack Battalion soon after the Clone Wars began. His designation of 0336 was seen as a lucky charm for the members of the 336th, so, which ultimately led to him uh, gaining the nickname Luck. During the war, he lost an eye, which was replaced by a cybernetic implant. And when Order 66 was executed, he participated in eliminating the Jedi Knight attached to the 336th. And as a part of the recon kinetic assets, hence the RK, uh, he was then deployed to hunt down the fleeing Padawan. Uh, but during the hunt, his damaged inhibitor chip failed completely. Uh, it had been damaged previously when he lost his eye. And despite having a clear shot at the Padawan, uh, Luck did not take it and later reported to senior command that he had confirmed said Padawan's death. His unit would later be redesignated the 336 Stormtrooper Battalion, and he continued to serve for nine standard months before finally deserting following a routine pacification operation that turned into a massacre. He has spent the uh, last 15 years fighting as an insurgent in one group of would-be rebels after another. Very good. I guess the uh, next in rank is Bosco, who was... Um, essentially recruited, initially recruited by Kalen Bree, your resistance contact. Bosco, what's your story? Yes, uh, my name, so I'm FX Engineer, I'll be playing Bosco, and Bosco is a human, uh, his family, he was born into a, <clears throat> a separatist sympathizer family on Fantine. And they have a, their business is uh, pharmaceuticals and doctors, you know, uh, they're a family of physicians and medical supplies and pharmaceuticals and other medical products. Um, during the war, his brother was killed by an Imperial officer and he already had anti-Imperial sentiments. This pretty much cemented his hate for the empire. And he's pretty much kind of a, black sheep of the family. His family sort of wants to keep the status quo, but Bosco has taken it upon himself. He pretty much took his inheritance and any, um, he did actually graduate as a doctor. So he is a doctor pharmacist, but he took his money from the family. He still has his ties and he runs operations for the rebellion on the side through his contact, Caitlin Bree. Um, he does have an interest in, you know, it just kind of was ingrained into him to make money and be wealthy and successful. Um, his way of doing that is he has developed a bunch of contacts um, in different factions, smuggling and selling pharmaceutical and medical supplies. So that's, uh, that's how he makes his money and his day job, but he has become more and more involved with the rebellion. Cool, cool. Uh, let's continue down the line. Um, next is Nim. What's your story? 
I am Gigerman, and I am playing Nimshola, who is a Duros, a Fantine local raised in a large extended family. His father owned a junkyard catering mostly to speeders and small craft, where Nim worked since he was able to wield tools. Pa had ties to a local criminal gang, and the scrapyard often served as a chop shop. As a result, Nim grew up in the criminal underworld and was employed as a thief from an early age. He recently got pinched by Novasek as a result of a heist gone wrong and did time in the mines. During his incarceration, his father was killed by Imperial officers while participating in a riot believed to have been agitated by the gangs in response to a recent crackdown on organized crime. Ma took over running the yard in Pa's absence and Nim was recently released from prison after around two years and is now working in the yard trying to keep his head down. Cool. I don't think uh, that's going to work. We shall uh, move on to Tina. What's your story? Hey, I'm Mel. I'm playing Tina, Tiny Crankshaft. Uh, Tina has a always had a knack with mechanical things, ships, droids, weapons, you name it. Um, at a young age, she was apprenticed for a small mechanic shop on the only planet she'd ever known and made a name for herself at being able to keep engines and even the worst shapes somehow running. Um, she pretty much had a relatively comfortable life, fairly carefree. She lived with her mom, uh, but one day... Uh, her mother was gunned down in crossfire by Imperial soldiers who had showed up on a tip that there was a Jedi hiding out on the planet. Um, in her last breaths, her mother told Tina of the Force, being a Padawan and the supposed one-eyed clone who spared her life a long time ago on Fantine. Uh, she begged Tina to seek him out for help and gave her a bag with her broken training saber, and Tina hopped the next ship heading anywhere in the galaxy searching for the clone. So Tina is now on Pantene, and as fate would have it, so is the clone. She managed to secure a spot on the team, but she doesn't trust him all the way yet. She might tell him one day, though. Maybe. Force works in mysterious ways. All right. Um, finally, Daryl. <laughs> Hello, I'm Nosh. I'm playing Daryl or Daryl. Uh, you can decide how you want to pronounce it, if you dare. Um, Daryl uh, earned his pilot's wings during the Clone Wars, first as a navigator and then as a co-pilot, running a variety of missions against separatists. He saw action in the Outer Rim sieges, ferrying Republican troops into hot LZs. Here he was finally recognized for his excellence in piloting craft into and out of hot spots. When Order 66 dropped and chaos ensued, Darrell found himself fleeing the Grand Army's immediate reach and escaping with other pilots, navigators, aircrew, and soldiers to anywhere relatively safe. As word spread of the Empire's enslavement of Wookiees, Darrell fled into the Outer Rim territories, an area with which he was familiar, working in various roles as a pilot navigator for hire and avoiding Imperial trouble, even as his work brought him into contact with pirates, bounty hunters, and smugglers. 
Eventually, he found himself piloting and navigating for various shady enterprises into the Midrim territories. Eventually, he found himself in Fantine, where his last employer refused to pay him on his contract. However, he's hoping he will find a new contract soon. And that is that. Also, he tore his arms off. Good, good. Now deliver that in, Sherry. Will... No, don't. <laughs> here's the condensed. Here's the condensed version. Nice. Who in the group can actually understand um, Wookie? I think he just told you to shut the fuck up. What speaks it uh, or understands it? It accented. Tina knows it at broken. I have a translator. Um, broken. All right, so everyone can understand um, in some form or the other. All right, a quick brief on um, the campaign setting. This is more for the benefit of the audience, as the characters have already got all this information. The campaign will take place in the system of Fanta on the planet Fantine. Should have had these images up. Come on, GM. Um, Fantine is in the Chummel sector of the Mid Rim planets. The uh, Fanta system itself consists of a solitary red giant star uh, at its solar center. And then we have um, five orbital bodies. They are Oberella, Fantine, a, an asteroid belt, which is a failed, failed planet, Lokia, and Asakura, both um, gas giants, or a gas giant and ice giant, respectively. Uh, Fantine itself... Hot garbage. ...was once nice. It is... Its geography is um, characterised predominantly by extensive mountain ranges. The uh, surface of the planet was once habitable, um, but it has been devastated by centuries of um, unchecked industrialization. This uh, was first under the, um, under the Trade Federation, and then following the, the fall of the Republic, the um, or the separatists, then uh, it was taken over by the empire and little has changed. Due to the fact that, um, well, the primary resource of Fantine is the mineral um, or ore macoxid. Uh, macoxid is, when refined, is a important component in the construction of starships, um, hulls and such. Gives starships extra or starship hulls extra strength, um, which is vital for the massive ships that roam the galaxy. One of the uh, problems with mining of Macoxit is that. It releases a toxic gas, and it is this toxic gas which has, over the centuries, turned the surface of Fantine into an uninhabitable 
wasteland. Um, you cannot traverse the surface without um, rebreathers. Um, miners in the Fantine mines, I'll bring up a, an image. The uh, miners must wear, you know, sophisticated breathing equipment. Um, for if they don't, they will surely succumb to the environment. Uh, previously, the mines were, when under the control of the Trade Federation, droids were the predominant workforce in the mines. Um, but with the arrival of the Empire, while some droids still exist, uh, the Empire has put to work um, its prison labour force. One of the punishments um, is certainly to go work in the mines. Uh, with, Fantine, with the surface of Fantine being toxic, cities um, have progressed, well, steadily progressed into the, uh, the tops of the mountain ranges to get out of the, uh, the low-lying toxic gases. Um, the cities themselves are quite run down. They employ um, environmental shields, which will protect the cities um, from you know, toxic acid rain or toxic rains and such. Um, however, these shields are not always reliable um, and on occasion will fail um, you know, causing contamination of, uh, or short-term contamination of these cities. All that skin cancer is good for doctors, though. Yes, Bosco's family does really well. <laughs> um, the Chommel sector um, is controlled by Moth Quash Panaka. I think we should assassinate him. This gentleman, um, for those that may not be aware, he was actually the um, guard slash bodyguard, captain of the guard for um, Queen Amidala on Naboo during the uh, Phantom Menace and Clone Wars episodes, I believe. Uh, he rose up through the ranks of the Empire due to his close relationship with Emperor Palpatine. He has appointed um, an administrator to the planet Fantine. This gentleman, Ares Kratal, he oversees the uh, operations or the Imperial interests on the planet. Um, and he makes sure that the... Uh, the mines continue to produce as a uh, disruption in the um, mining of Macoxit will cause all sorts of problems um, in the supply chain for the Empire. Uh, Ares Kratal has a senior um, Imperial Army officer under his command. Um, Dariel Van de Graaff. She uh, commands all the uh, Imperial forces, which are made up of both Imperial Army 
and a detachment of Imperial Stormtroopers. Also on Fantine, um, by law, the Empire has dictated that Fantine is not permitted to have any sort of um, defence, security or police force. As such, the, um, the security and policing of Fantine, when not handled by the Empire itself, is... Um, is done via a private um, security company, and this is Novasec. Novasec officers are made up of both local um, local people on Fantine and also off-world uh, employees. The local pop local uh, Novasec officers, they tend to be a lot more, um, a lot more friendly to or carry out their duties in a much more civil manner than those that are off-world. And I believe that basically covers it. Absolutely. Uh, just in regards to the Novasec Corporation. Um, are they, I know you sort of answered it, but are they more like, is this a job for them or are they like typically like really loyal to the empire type? Of well, they are under contract by the empire. So the empire contract Novasec to police, um, you know, the populace, the day-to-day -day policing of Fantine. If things get out of hand, Novasec will usually call in the Imperials to take care of stuff that is outside their, uh, you know, their ability to control. It is a job. Um, so from the command structure of, excuse me, of Novasec, um, they are loyal to the Empire. You know, if the Empire says jump, they jump because that's who's paying their bills. Like I said, the the population of Novasec officers that uh, are Fantine locals, they tend to be a lot more lenient on the local population and try and conduct their job without, you know, causing harm uh, or undue stress on the local populace. Those that have been employed from off-world don't really care, uh, and they tend to be, you know, far less forgiving. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you. The uh, oh, one other thing: the lower levels of um, the cities in uh, Fantine are somewhat structured by class the higher up you go the wealthier uh, the demographic demographic the lower you are in the cities since they're built on mountains the uh, you know more lower level the uh, the demographic so in the lower levels of the city there's a lot of crime there are gangs that vie for power all the time they try and conduct their business 
as best they can without uh, calling the attention of the empire um, because they realize if the empire get involved then it's generally bad news for them and for the most part the empire don't really care about the gangs um, and you know crime syndicates and whatnot as long as it doesn't disrupt the flow of McCoxit. Oh, I should actually point Did out. Did you ever actually spell that for us? Spell McCoxit? Um, I may have. Just show this image first. The characters will all be um, residents of the capital of Fantine, which is uh, Minerva. Oh, we said resident. Or, or, well, resident. Coxit yeah. uh, is spelt as follows. M-X-C-X. In chat. That's not Welsh. Uh, Minerva is the, the largest settlement on Fantine. It is also the capital. Um, and it is a hub of activity for the, the planet. This includes you know, government buildings and it is the headquarters of the Imperial Administration here on Fantine. There are two other notable settlements. They are called Skyreach and High Spire. Each city on Fantine is a city-state and they have their own um, local governments and those local governments sit on the board of directors for the mining operation. Uh, Aries Kratal is the um, chair of that board. Um, he is a unelected chair, while the various um, other board members or representatives from the cities of Fantine, they are elected officials from the local populace were democratically elected, not necessarily uncorrupt elections, but um, they are elected. I believe that covers everything, all the background. Any questions? Not yet. Um, also, if people are, can just keep an eye on the chat, the stream chat, because I've got so many windows open, my attention is elsewhere. That sounds like an excuse. I think we actually had a calendar, did we not? We had that discussion, I think. And, we had that uh, discussion, but we didn't actually move on it. I think you just opted to use whatever was handy. Which would be the traveler calendar. I might revisit that during the week. That's not particularly important at the moment. If you remember. If I remember. All right, so, Bosco, um, your commuter you have a communicator which um your contact this guy um Kalen Bree yes Kalen Bree he indicates to you that he is uh en route to Fantine and wishes to talk business um, regarding some medical supplies. You, of course, know this is purely a 
a cover uh, whenever he contacts you it's because he either has some information or has something that he would like uh, like you guys to look into um do we have we i'm sure we have like some sort of standard thing or place or protocol that i would follow when i get that message uh you do yeah, that was something that we meant to discuss and forgot to discuss well there was there was some discussion about it i think i mentioned you could possibly flip a sign um there's some other things i can't remember off the top of my head send in a song request to the local radio station well that's right put up a um a post on Facebook or something. I don't have Facebook. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> MySpace then. Yeah, he's a hobo. <laughs> I'm a hobo. I have literally everything I own in a bag or wearing. So he will, um, you will know that he has a regular meeting place, which is a, um, a abandoned warehouse which he will often use to speak with you uh, I see he inspired Bosco <laughs> what there's nothing wrong with abandoned warehouses they're great he did not indicate whether he wanted to speak to just you or the team so it's up to you whether you notify the rest of the team I think um, Bosco will reach out to luck um, well, it's not like I, I have I, a lot going on, right? <laughs> well, he will definitely let Luck know. I, I think he looks at you as a de facto leader of the group. Um, even, you know, I have like the contact part of it, but he sort of looks to you for the leadership. Um, so even if I do go by myself, he will at least let you know that I have a uh, contact and I will nah. use code words as well. Nah, Luck will go with. It's not like he has something better to do. It's always good to have somebody you're watching your back. So luck will step away from the pod races. Something like that. Um, all right, so Bosco and Luck, you will both go to the um, this abandoned warehouse where you will see Kalen Bree um, sort of leaning up against the walls. His arms are crossed. And he is just waiting in the sort of shadows of this place. He sees you arrive, um, steps out of the shadows and says, Bosco, it is good to see you again. And uh, you too, Luck. I trust everything. Says, ah! I didn't see you. He says, I trust that all things are going well. Uh, everything's good on my side, Kaylin. Um, I don't believe we've been followed we've been very careful good you will see that uh he pulls out a, a data pad um checks it for uh, a moment then says it looks clear until it's not he says i've come on a uh, short notice for a uh some rather urgent business, and I'm hoping to enlist the aid of your team. Some days ago, a uh, 
A group of pirates known as the Crimson Corsairs attacked a passenger transport, the Serenity Star. On board the Serenity Star is an individual which is sympathetic to our cause. It's not really known as to why the pirates attacked, um, and the, the actions of the pirates are certainly a little unusual since they sought to destroy the Serenity Star um, instead of capture her, um, take, take hostages, ransoms, goods, or anything like that. Their, their mission was to uh, destroy. They would have, or oh, they succeeded in destroying the Serenity Star, uh, and the passengers were forced to flee into escape pods. Fortunately, um, an Imperial cruiser, the Ashfall, um, responded to the Serenity Star's mayday and managed to arrive in time to drive off the pirates before they had uh, destroyed all the escape pods. Our contact, um, you'll see that he'll look down to his his data pad again and he'll he'll be checking and if you if you want to make a perception roll you can yeah i will do uh, can i do observation because i'm watching him very carefully yep that's so fine if that's appropriate so both of you will see that he is periodically checking his data pad for uh, a bunch of sensors that he has um around the place um, either from drones or sensors that he's planted. And he keeps checking to make sure that there's no one um, sort of moving in on your position. He then um, presses a few buttons, brings up a an image of this person, and then he'll show you the data pad. So he says, this is Catalana, oh, sorry, Catalana Wren. She is a diplomat from the planet Naboo, and she is our um, our contact. Fortunately, her escape pod was not destroyed, and she was taken on board the uh, Ashfall. However, it would appear that the Ashfall suffered significant damage uh, itself when engaging the pirates, and it has. Um, moved to the Stellara system and is currently undergoing some repairs at um, Starhaven Station. We have learned that um, ISB agents have arrived at Starhaven Station to uh, question passengers um, in regards to the Crimson Corsair's attack. They believe that they're, they are trying to ascertain their motive for the attack. If the ISB agents learn of uh, Catalana's uh, support of our cause, uh, it could be very detrimental to our efforts. She is privy to very sensitive information. What I need your 
team to do is rescue Catalana uh, from Starhaven Station before ISB agents um, dig too deep. Well, rescuing her, you know, make it look pretty obvious that she's involved. Perhaps the alternative, if you cannot rescue her, then um, then he he calls luck over. He says, um, particularly to luck, he says, I need you to take out the asset if you cannot rescue her. It's, Understood. It's vitally important that uh, she not undergo an ISB interrogation. Um, and Bosco, you probably would have heard heard that, but um, you can see that Kalen has directed that to luck. Okay, um, not very happy about it, but he's come. He's Bosco's a little bit darker now, you know, in his outlook on life and what needs to get done. So he doesn't say anything. But I would like to roll a body language roll, if I can, just to see you know, what I can perceive from Kaylin Bree as he's telling us all this. Sure, go ahead. If possible. It's a, it's at default, but I'd, I'd like to try to start using that skill. Um, okay. You will be able to see from his body language that um, he is, I guess, indifferent. It's all about the mission sort of thing. He doesn't he doesn't portray any sort of emotion either way. It's like, this is the mission. It has to be done. Okay. That's it's what he was expecting. He says, we have two complications, however. Um, getting to Starhaven Station is problematic in that only ships author with authorised transit codes are permitted to dock at the station um and leave without a transit code um it is possible that any approaching craft um may be fired on and destroyed we also don't know where exactly katlana wren is being held uh at starhaven station is this station like a an imperial type of station or is it you know, what, what is it exactly? He says, no. The station is somewhat independent. Uh, it is run by a, a syndicate of sorts of free traders. Vasco says, he, he, look, he looks over at, um, at Luck and he says, I, I know somebody that, um, another ship captain, he might have access to the station. Sometimes he's hard to find, though. Right. In answer to your previous thing. question, if rescuing Catalana would draw attention on her, then come up with some plausible way to uh, get her out of there without drawing that attention. Do you have a ship for us to, to use? When your team is ready and assembled, you'll travel with me to a uh, nearby contact of mine. We will have a mission brief there. 
well, a further mission brief there. This is, of course, time sensitive. There are a number of passengers, I'm sure the ISB are going to question whether Catlana has already been questioned or not. We are not certain. The longer we wait, the more chance we risk that she's interrogated and ISB agents dig deeper. Unless you have any questions, then do what you need to and get your team assembled and meet me. Um, and he will, he tells you uh, on the surface in Fortitude Valley, I'll be waiting there with my ship. Right. Now we got to figure out a plan. Yep. Um, you have, up, um, I, do know, I do know somebody. Do you have any questions of Kalen at this point? I can't think of any off the top of my head. My, my first, my first thinking is like, if they know anything more about these pirates, because I'm kind of wondering if we can shift some further blame on, on them. Well, Kalen says, uh, we do know a little about the Crimson Corsairs. And you'll see he'll flick through his data pad. Again, he checks the uh, the sensors, um, pausing for a minute, then he clicks away, and then he scrolls through his uh, database, just like the GM. <laughs> he says, the Crimson Corsairs are a rather notorious band of pirates. They are known for ruthless tactics and a number of audacious raids. They are led by um, an enigmatic captain, um, Raal Turak. They have been a thorn in the side of um, law enforcement and the Enstellar trade for years. Interesting. He says they, they appear to be well-equipped. They have skilled pilots and advanced contemporary weaponry. How they fund their operations, not quite known, at least to my sources. Well, they probably steal it from everybody. Would um, potentially like an area knowledge for Fantine or a streetwise role? give me more information on the Crimson Corsairs? Um, give me a streetwise role. Oh, you only have sorry. like surface information, but you do know that you have seen some elements or have at least heard of some elements of the Crimson Cor Corsairs uh, coming and going to Fantine. Their area of operation is fairly large and it sort of crosses several sectors though as far as you're aware they don't have any like formal operations here did you say how large of an operation they were they're fairly big at least covering a a number of sectors in the area does the gm recommend any questions we haven't thought of um not that i can think of well i just so bosco is is asking to be clear um, we're meeting with Caleb Bree once we have our team together. Is he 
planning on providing a ship and then we have to figure out how to get there or is he going to get us there? He says, I'll transport you there. Well, I'll transport you to a uh, another contact. We're to meet with um, Captain... Uh, let me find his name. Captain Matano. We will brief further there and... Uh, your transport to Starhaven Station will be organised from there. For reasons uh, of security, um, I'd like to distance myself from anything that you do. Uh, hence why I will pick you up in Fortitude Valley. Uh, Fortitude Valley. How far away is that uh, from where we're at? It's not too far. It will be a a, a bit of a speeder trip, um, sort of half an hour, but it is, you will know that you'll need sort of rebreathers and stuff if you're going to be there long term. Well, certainly hope not. Right. Okay. Well, we need to get the gang back, the gang together and start hashing out something of a plan. Hopefully more than 12% of a plan. <laughs> oh, we can manage 10% at least. Can we? Yeah, probably. We we need to find either uh, like some sort of quote unquote legitimate reason to be on the station, or some way to be to get there co covertly. You will what kind need. Of station? Did you say it was? Short version. He didn't say. So I guess we need to find out what they do there, so we'll know what a legitimate reason to be there is. So Kalen will say if there's nothing else. I'll be on my way, and when you're ready, um, join me in Fortitude Valley. Kalen will then um, walk to one end of the warehouse. You see that he will um, collect a, a couple of sensors that he's placed. He'll walk to the other side, collect some more sensors, and then he'll give you a um, guy nod and vacate the warehouse <laughs> vampire style right okay so i'm i'm thinking our meeting code word is uh doing inventory <laughs> nice bosco and luck we need to, you are we need to do inventory you decide to leave the warehouse and do inventory sounds that way gotta get everybody together and let them know we're leaving the planet you the eighteen music. No, it's not time for the eighteen music. I wonder so it's the, the eighteen montage music. No, we're, you don't get the eighteen montage music until you're uh, stuck in the stuck in the shed with the power tools. Fair enough. You were gonna say something there, Giger? No. Nah. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. That'd be all right. So, I guess. We need to find out what's up with the station and all that. Does make me wonder how luck contributes to that sort of thing. He will say, get me that information and walk off to drink some coffee. Well, I do have intelligence analysis. So once I have the information, you know, I can sit there and look yeah. at, you know, look at all the stuff and put things together. Well, I'm wondering if, you know, a basic research role I'm sure that, you know, we can find out 
the nature of yeah. the station and kind of go from there unless it's like hidden a secretive place yeah i just wonder if there's some sort of equivalent to a public library here that uh, luck could get into what would i do it not I that he has to search. do it i delegate people who actually have the the, the skill uh, and capability to do that right so get everybody uh uh read in see All if right, anybody so just, knows stuff about the uh about the location we just uh send out the call for for doing inventory and uh and we show up and get the get did the we, briefing did we determine that your headquarters was going to be one of the abandoned warehouses of bosco's family I don't think we determined somewhere else was it. <laughs> See, this is perfect. This is totally where luck is like probably crashing too. I yeah, like maybe. It. It, it does. Well, then me it's of, uh, like, then it's protected at least. Yeah, let me disable all the uh, the explosives since I had those eight uh, the thermal detonators. Right. So, does any of the other PCs that are space-based uh know anything about this particular station right so we're here we've been briefed now what do we know if you have area knowledges you are welcome to make roles is um we has we have knowledges so is uh daryl with you guys or is he coming yep. this later? yep well uh area knowledge is appropriate to the system so i'll use fantine but at penalties um success by two will tell you that the stellara system is nearby uh, right nearby fantine it is some um, 500 i think 500 past six from fantine nearby how long of uh, a hyperspace can... jump is that typically uh, yeah. Who knows? It's it's a Star Wars change, or is it? It's a screen montage. Well, I guess you guys can have a planning montage. So it depends if it's going to be a montage or screen change. It happens at the uh, speed of plot. Is there any information that um, Tina can get, like from looking on, I guess, whatever network or something? You can make a research roll if you've got it. Like a Google search. Um, okay, she does not have research. Is there a default? IQ minus five. Success by one. Nice. All right, you will start. You'll go to a um, sort of public library and check out um, Space Bing. Uh, you will find out that the Stellara system is a trinary system there are three stars there are no habitable worlds however um star haven station is built into an asteroid it serves as something of a free trade trade hub um it currently you know, while it's still in the Imperial sort of occupation zone, the Empire don't give enough 
um, care to police it or, um, you know, apply any sort of jurisdiction on them. So they they operate relatively independently. I guess you could think of it as kind of like um, Bespin. Um, it's a, allowed to do its thing without much in, imperial interference. Until they alter the deal. Until they alter the deal, yes. I suppose. No, I'll, I'll wait to show you the picture till later. Okay. So um, in all the research, does Tina find anything interesting that is about to happen there? Like any notor- notable people that are going to be stopping by, rock concert, anything like that, that could, that we could kind of go in under the, you know, under the umbrella of something that's really hyped? It's not normally the thing that sort of happens there. Um, but let's have the universe decide. Roll a universe reaction. On a very good or better, there is some big public event. Actually, we'll say on a good or better. Boba Fett and the assassin droids are touring. That's the power converters. They're opening for Boba Fett and the assassin droids. Okay, it's rolled. It's good. Yeah, that's the time for rolling Mel dice. Uh huh. All right, there is something of a. Um, a thing with the Stellar system. There is a uh, an asteroid cluster known as the Twilight Veil. Um, this cluster is shrouded um, in an eternal haze that gives it a sort of hauntingly but beautiful appearance. The um, Twilight Veil asteroids um, they emit a soft shimmering glow um, in sort of twilight hues. The asteroids themselves are said to contain rare and valuable minerals. They do attract prospectors and miners from various corners of the galaxy. However, the um, twilight veil is not without risks. The Haze surrounding the cluster distorts navigational systems and it makes it uh, challenging to navigate the uh, this asteroid field. Tourists do, from time to time, come to um, visit this this you know phenomenon. Probably researchers as well. Yes. Right. So that potentially gives us a few reasons that we could be there. We could be prospective miners, uh, tourists, or try to pass ourselves off as researchers. I know, right? Flip a three-sided coin. So how will Nim look with a Hawaiian shirt on? Not unusual. (laughs) Right, and then we also... uh... I guess we have to get some sort of transit code thing. That's to uh, sort of approach and dock at Starhaven Station. Is that something that would be difficult to get? You're not or entirely not? sure. You assume that there's probably some um, legitimate avenues that you could go through, sort of like applying for a visa, something of that sort. 
but you imagine that that would require time um, and sort of official channels. Well, I wonder if, if we were a quote unquote tourist or researchers and we just booked passage as passengers, would that just be, you know, the ship captain would be responsible for getting us there? Or do we need to do something different? Tour researchers, tour researchers. Um, you, you could, of course, you could, of course, still visit the um, a Twilight Vale without having to stop at Starhaven Station. But we we got to get on the station to rescue the chick. Correct. There's always also the uh, tried and true method of, hey, uh, space station, uh, we're we're having a major issue here with our our engine. We need to dock and uh, make sure we don't die out here. That's always a winner. <laughs> well, I have I have a a potential solution. Um, I, I know this ship captain who does a little bit of smuggling on the side, he might be able to get us there, potentially. Tell him that his old friend Bosco is here to see him. Then they open fire on you. <laughs> He's a semi-reliable contact that I've known for a few years. Is there okay. any any particular planning that you want to do? on Fantine itself. Yes. I would like to get the schematics of the station. That may be difficult. That would require a really good research role. And a list of all the major people, personnel on board the station that we know about. All right. Give me that research role. Who did you say had the, uh, had the asset? Uh, say again. ISB. Well, you were told that um, the passengers of the Serenity Star, or surviving passengers on the Serenity Star, were moved to the Starhaven Station while the Ashfall undergoes repairs. The ISB later turned up um, and began an investigation into right. the motive for this because it's it's very non-typical of pirates to seek to destroy a pass <clears throat> excuse me destroy a passenger liner um without right. you know taking hostages and ransoms and cargo and stuff so would bosco have any sort of uh imperial contacts yeah, so or, what I was thinking, I have Nova set contacts. They might have a maybe some sort of mili- you know, database on that station. Well, I wasn't thinking of uh, the station layout so much as uh, do we have any, uh, or or can we get hold of any uh, imperial com traffic regarding the uh, the situation over there? I suppose that's something that uh, could be hacked. Well, um, it takes time, but I, I don't have a specific contact, but I do have like, you know, we can use the, some of the skills um, to find somebody with the streetwise and networked perk. Yeah, I'm just kind of with- thinking out loud here. Okay, so 
they're not actually in custody necessarily. They're just being questioned and they're just sitting around waiting for the ship to get fixed. No, the ISB is coming there though. Well, the ISB right. are already there. So under ideal conditions, we would just make contact with the asset and offer to get her out of there. Now that's assuming the ISB wouldn't interfere. That is right. also assuming that the ISB hasn't taken her hasn't taken her into custody, and we just don't know about that yet. Right. All possibilities. Some some of these things you're obviously not going to learn until you actually get there, and then you'll you'll have to do some like streetwise or this, this gather right information. Now. Oh, yeah, you haven't set that up right. I'm trying to set up my frequency rolls. Uh, yeah, remember you gotta open open it up and and enter the. Not on other, do you? Oh yeah, I guess you do. Base level. Yeah, when um, when I did that with, I want to say it was uh, who did I have those contacts with? I think it was Frey. It was in the Shadow Run. I would have contact uh parentheses uh or or no contact and then i'd have the name and then i have parentheses and i'd say availability and that would be like the nine or less or or whatnot mm. and then i would say uh have another one contact same name and then parentheses would be skill level uh so that's a, i'd have that's two. a much shorter word than frequency of appearance oh availability yeah yeah actually i'm kind of wondering if uh, this particular game isn't going to go in a direction where we uh, we might benefit from having one of those uh, contact lists. Uh, yeah, like we did for Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. That was a definitely. Note. Yeah, I think somebody just made a note. That was me. Right. So uh, I'm just thinking from the standpoint of uh, what sort of planning slash equipping do we need to do before we before we get on the ship and so we don't actually know if we're gonna have to break her out of anything but given the way these things typically go just plan on worst case scenario we gotta break her out of jail this is a star wars campaign of course there's gonna be some b and e i don't know if uh daryl or daryl or Tiny have any contacts yet? Um, Tiny, does Tiny does not. Yeah. Daryl does not either. Daryl. I've well, also and... got Kaylin Bree officially as a contact. Uh, yeah. So, anything particular that you need to do while here on Fantine? Or can we do well, potential I planning? I, I want to know. I want to know. Bosco really wants to know he learned his lesson from the last from the prequel he needs to have at least a basic layout of the station and then he would be interested in knowing the, you know who's the major npcs or you know leadership for that live there or work there uh yeah actually nim is going to go get a uh, virtual tutor or some informational programming Relating to the uh, phenomenon, um, that would be plant research. Planetology that would be. It would still be a research role. No, I don't mean 
for research. I mean, to have it on hand to take the place of a skill. Right. Well, we don't want to get bogged down in trying to do too much of the research here because we're not going to get uh, a, a whole lot of the info. So we'll probably want to do the initial quick, uh, well, well, what we can here, gather our, our kit, uh, and then move on to link up with Kalen. And ideally we can get some more, uh, more Intel along the way. I'm just wondering if we can find a way to blame it all on the pirates. The other system was Stellara. Yeah, Stellara system. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do is uh, virtual tutor area knowledge Stellara. Okay. Let's see if this works. Anytime a GM says that in Fantasy Grounds, I expect Fantasy Grounds to just crash. All right. Do you see a little pin there? Yep. Can't Can't do anything with it. It's not clickable. Doesn't seem to be, not for me. Uh, maybe I need to share. Is it clickable now? Yes. Right, so let us go, I guess. And this Stellara is where the uh, where the whole mess happened that uh, ended up getting What's-Her-Face captured? Um, no, it wasn't. This, this is... Closest place to get repairs. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So uh, let's let's get up and go meet dude and get on the. Well, I don't want to say get on the road because that's not right. So I guess we uh, get up for light combat. Uh, yeah, sure. And I look pretty much the same as I normally do. Yeah. I will get, um, how are you going to get to Fortitude Valley? Evidently we need a speeder of some sort. You will all have a means of transport with the exception of Lux since he used all his um, starting wealth. Well, technically I have a means of transport. I have a jetpack. That's true. Um, do we want to arrive separately? Do we have a problem with uh, being seen well, going together? Is this going to? Is this location actually? It, it's on on the ground. It's on so the ground, so no one's going to be there, yeah, or no well, one should be we, there. But if we arrive separately, that means we're going to be leaving a bunch of vehicles out in the open where they're exposed for however long. So we need a beat up, crappy. We don't give a damn what happens to this thing because it's, you know, mostly uh, derelict anyway. Like something actually, that's in the junkyard. Yeah, I was gonna say actually, let <laughs> let me handle that. I can have a uh, I can have Bull take it back. All right, so you're going to travel together. Sounds. I'll right. uh I'll pick people up, I guess. All right, so I'll need over. I'll need a group stealth roll, um, from a sort of group leader. This will represent how unnoticed you you are as you go about your business picking people up and then making your exit into the wastelands. So that's the standard, just a stealth check? It's I mean, stealth plus... Uh, you want to do like an average group stealth or... No, I think it's... Stealth? 
I think it's plus one for every person with the stealth skill and minus and one for everyone that doesn't have it. Stealth. Does everybody have stealth? Yeah. has it. Yep. Right, so it'd be Are plus you, what four. What about Bosco? Do you have stealth? Ah, uh, yeah, 14. All right. Uh, actually, 13. Um, Bosco will also do... Can he do an observation? He's Success scanning around. Five. Uh, what was Bosco going to do? He's um, he's just alert. He's obs observation. All right, you're welcome to make a roll. Is anybody looking at us more than they should? As far as you can tell, um, as you go about your business picking up people and um, such, no one really is paying attention. Um, and you will make your exit from Minerva heading towards uh, the surface and then on to Fortitude Valley. Your speed of ride, everyone's going to be um, wearing rebreathers. I'm going to assume that that's standard kit for everyone since, you know, the environment you live in. Dan's the reason. Let's have a... Oh, damn it, don't have the weather table. Someone roll 3d6. Let's see if there's toxic rain. Do you guys normally say the numbers out loud? I don't know, like for the viewers, people that are just listening I and not try watching. to, but I keep, for, I'm, I'm always forgetting. Just say success by five or fail by five. No need to give the actual result or the, the dice roll. Uh, 14, that's going to be good weather. So no acid rain. Your, whoever's driving the speeder, give me a roll. I assume that's going to be. Darl. No, I can him speeder. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. What, what skill would that fall under? Um, uh, it's probably going to be piloting contragrav. Wow. Or be like that. Out. You crashed. Can you slow down? Fail by three. You, you crashed. We died. See you guys next week with a new game. Okay. Awesome season. Uh, I think the... SR is going to be more than three on a speeder. Why are we rolling? Was this is just routine? The GM, the GM yeah, was. Then, uh, if it's just routine, then I made it by one. The GM was, you know, crit hunting. Mm -hmm. I assume that was the case. So how is Darl spelt? Is it Darl? How is Darl back? Oh, pronounced. Sorry. Darl. So we can have like Walking Dead. Uh... Walking Dead Dahl memes. Or you can call him Darrell at your at your uh, risk. Uh, short speed of ride. You will head into the um, valleys below. There is the noticeable thick, heavy um, air. Some of it is very much like a sort of heavy fog, and then you have clear patches that sort of blow through the valley. You will see Kalen's ship parked um, in the valley off to the side. The lights are off. Um, but when you arrive, you will see the, um, the gang walk, gangplank. I don't know what you call it. 
I know we, we sort of like fast forwarded to this, this area, but I did want to try out my contacts for some of that information earlier, if it's still possible. Sure. Even even if it's a failure, just because he's trying to develop his contacts. All right. Uh, so which contacts and what do you hope to get from each contact as you make the roll? So from the Novasec officer, he's going to be like, Hey, you know, look into your computer files there. Do you have any maps or plans layout of the station? Okay, make a roll. That's gonna that's what he's gonna try to get. All right, so well, let me see. Availability nine or less. He fails by two, so couldn't get a hold of Novasec. Um dude saw your uh your identity on the call waiting and said, No, I'm not even gonna answer that not today um he does try the ship captain and he will ask him the same question maybe he's been to the station and he either has you know the plans available or he can like draw me a sketch or something like that yeah i was gonna say uh he's probably been there a few times all right what's his skill level 12 so rolling against a 12 failure by three Somewhat reliable. He will tell you he doesn't have that sort of information. He says the uh, station is built. He has been there um, on the odd run. Usually he's done it uh, through a particular contact that has sort of con charted him to to move some goods. And in doing that has given him a transit code. Uh, so, you know, his employer has provided a transit code for him to dock at the station. It says it's built onto the surface of the asteroid. Um, it is very multinational. So you've got people from all races and, and such it says last time he was there the uh there's no imperial presence um but unfortunately he can't give you any detail um better than that he certainly has no sort of floor plan plans or anything i was going to ask is there any chance we can get a access code from him or how can i get one besides his employer he says um, not sure. With a failure by three, unfortunately, I don't have anything useful, but you could possibly make some uh, streetwise rolls and see if you can find uh, someone willing to forge or, um, you know, you could bribe for some transit codes. Okay. Uh, but he doesn't have any specific people you can contact or anything like that. So I have a perk called network, which is a plus two on those kinds of roles whenever it's something like illegal, nefarious, underground. Does that cover all regions or is it specific to a region? It just covers the activity. It doesn't, it doesn't specify like location. It just says... You know, whenever you're trying to find something that's illegal or not, you know, not above board, it's a plus two. 
Where was that? Um, it's social engineering. Um, I can find the page number. Sorry, I probably already got it open. It's called in the oh, know. It's, it's networked in the know. Because you have you have to specialize by type. So I would I would propose that I use my streetwise role, but then I would get a plus two. Oh, oh, okay. Now this isn't uh this isn't that. So this this would be if you were looking for a guy that you didn't already have as a contact. Which I am, right? Isn't that what he said? Oh. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Yes, then that probably would work. He said he couldn't help me, but maybe I could use my streetwise to find somebody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you do you want to do that on Fantine or potentially elsewhere? Um, I mean, I think Fantine is where I'm at. Otherwise, I mean, where else? I don't know well, where else. You could I could wait till you get there and and do it there. Then if we're there, then I would need it because we're already there. I, I'm not. I guess I'm. Or I thought we you would access code to get to the station. Oh, you would right. assume that uh, if you wanted to try the, you know, we're having some engine troubles, we need to dock and repair, you assume that that might work, but then you would be sort of quarantined. You won't be able to leave um, and do stuff, or you might have to pay some bribes. Who knows? It's... We know it worked at least once. Like some dudes. But, of course, transit codes will give you... Uh, unrestricted access or well, legitimate access for it, I'll, I'll just go for it i don't want to spend like too much on this one but i All right. street was he would try yeah and he would probably do it in fantine before he left because that's probably where most of his network would be you doing it on your own or is there anyone assisting um no reason he can't get help yeah if anybody has some way that they think they can help me contact the underworld <laughs> i got streetwise i can at least throw an assist in yeah for it gives me a plus one if you make it mm -hmm. yeah let's go for it nice or a plus two since you margin credited by 10 nice yeah i know a guy all right let's see if he's available so ability uh what is it skills streetwise uh, plus, wow, 24. plus 24 i think i rolled i added some bonus there Oh, I tried to Just add the a plus little bit. four, and I had a plus <laughs> two already. All right, so that would have been a succeed by eight. By eight, well, yeah. We'd like to succeed by 28 better. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, actually, no. What bonus did you have? Plus two? And so it would be, su yeah, two, succeed uh, by eight. Right, but you had the network. And then plus two for the, for the assist. Yeah, so succeed by eight. All right, well, you do ask around. And Bosco and Nim, uh, you will be given a name. A guy by the name who goes by the name of Hobbs. God, I was about to say it better not be Hobbs. I just remembered a guy I know is Hobbs. Oh my God, you mean the cantina owner? Yeah. We should have thought of that sooner. Well, let's, let's see if we can't. Can we just um, kind of, you know, say that he helps us, or do we, you want us to role play it out? Oh yeah, now uh, I can get you a meeting at least. All right, so you will head to Hobbs Cantina. 
And GM's like, I'm, I've made this 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 character. I'm going to get some damn use out of it. Yeah, I need mileage on on him. So you're not allowed to kill him. Right, so you head to Hobbs' cantina. Uh, you'll get a meeting with Hobbs when uh, Zim or Nim, when you sort of show up. It's, uh, it's good to see you again, Nim. I didn't expect to see you so soon. Yeah, I wasn't planning on it either. Says, uh, this, is, this is my good friend Bosco. He helped us out with that thing the other day. I suppose some he, thanks are in order then. He wanted to ask you about some tickets. Tickets? Explain, how can I help? What sort of tickets are you after? You see, he I'm will going. go behind the bar as you're talking and he will actually pour some drinks himself. He doesn't ask you what, what you want. He'll just uh, you know, pour some spirits um, into some glasses for you and then slide them to each of you. It's lum. I don't know what the uh, the typical code for uh, for for getting to the, the the proper information here, but we'll I will use it. So Nim is going to be the one that's requesting this information, or is Bosco talk doing the talking? I'm just making the introduction. Yeah, I think um, Nim can make the introduction. Bosco is going to pull out, you know, the cred chips, uh, maybe like whatever the appropriate amount might be, 1% of the cost of living or something like that, and kind of slide it over discreetly. Um, he would like to use his charisma and maybe merchant skill to, to get a good reaction roll out of him as he makes the request. All right, so it wouldn't be merchant that you use in this situation. It would be streetwise. So you can use streetwise as right. Influence roll for good reaction. All right, so rolling streetwise again, success by three. Um, he, uh, if I add, do you want me to do a reaction roll or am I just doing a, an influence roll? No, no, that's just, that's what you're doing streetwise for, is for an influence roll. Okay. Or you can um, substitute streetwise for a reaction roll. Then it's a success by five if I can use my charisma on him. Charisma too. Cause you're a likable fellow. Yeah. Plus, plus I slid him some money. I'm sort of thinking that might be the appropriate um, procedure. So he um, slides the drinks of uh, Lum to each of you. Um, he takes the credits, um, counts them, sort of puts them behind the bar. And then he slides back your change, which just happens to be exactly the same amount that you paid. <laughs> he says, uh, what exactly do you need? In a very, um, so not, you know, so I want to give him the information. We're going to be going to the, um, was it the Starfall station? And we need to to be able to get on board legitimately. So we need some access codes. We think you might be able to help us. Transit codes. I think. To get on as, to the Starhaven station. As you sort of begin to talk, anyone that's within sort of earshot, he will shoo them away and, you know, without hesitation, people 
those people will get up and leave their spot. He says, um, transit codes for Starhaven. He says, I can organise that. What sort of business do you have there? Perhaps we could help each other. I have some contacts there. We could maybe uh, do Bosco some business. Kind of, Bosco will glance over at Nim and kind of be like, you know, like, I don't know how much I should tell him or not. Like, you know, I don't know him as well as Little you. Little as possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, you know, we're we're just, we're there to, to visit a friend. I give him a wink. <laughs> a friend. I see. Well, yeah, uh, sure, I mean, I'm sure you understand. You know, some people like to be discreet. Nimble. Nimble adds sort of with his hand to one side of his mouth, you know, it's a, it's a girl. You will see that he just sort of nods. Um, but clearly his body language is like, yeah, no, I don't believe you at all. A girl, hey? Sure, I can arrange a transit code for you. Let's, um, let's call this one on the house. Your money's no good here. He says, uh, perhaps you can do me a favour. Somewhat, somewhere down the track. Your family is, uh, Bosco, he says, your family, they are, um, and he'll rattle off whatever your family business is called. Is that correct? Right, row. Yeah, I mean, that would have been maybe part of my, my charm and, you know, charisma and reputation, all that good stuff going on. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously my, my uncle, Andreas, runs the family but if there's anything that i can help you with i would be more than happy to do so he says i'm sure there is one moment um enjoy your drinks he will disappear um out back and uh, return a little later with a uh, hollow crystal he says these are legitimate codes they should get get you what you need. Oh, I was hoping Can you I were going to... We totally, you know, uh, like uh, Captain Button said, you know, we absolutely need, you know, the, the whole... Uh, it's an old transit code, sir, but it checks out. Well, we haven't got there yet. But he said they're legitimate. Older codes are legitimate. Also, he's not very trustworthy. Okay. He I'll, says, I'll uh, well, I hope your visit with this girl goes well. And uh, when you're back, we'll talk some business, yes? Yeah, when we get back, I'll come down and, you know, we'll have some drinks. Talk shop. He gives Nim a look. He says, uh, it's good to be working with you again, Nim. Good to see you, Hobbs. You will leave and fast forward back to Fortitude Valley, where you will board Kalen's uh, ship and depart. Can can I take a quick break, guys? Sorry. Um, sure. Uh, let's take a uh, five-minute break then. Roger, five. All right. Going on break. We're back. Yay! I don't feel back. All right. So once you uh you tuck away your speeder into a secluded spot, you can. No having the droid take it back oh that's right bull will take the droid uh the speeder back to um, yours, bull. 
Good luck, sir. Does Tina have an, uh, a robot too? She's supposed to, but I've been a slacker and I haven't gotten it drawn up yet. It's currently undergoing some repairs. She took, you know, one servo brain out and she's replacing it with another one. So it's in her in her apartment, half disassembled. What is it actually supposed to be? Not sure yet. I just, I just <laughs> picked it up as a ally type. Know, yeah, I just picked up a an ally. Um, seventy five percent of starting points. Hmm. Maybe we should uh, hive mind that. I well, I halfway expect her to end up stealing the uh, droid. Because he doesn't even have a, he hasn't even given it a, a nickname. It's just, hey, droid. You should treat your droids nicer. It's equipment. This bit of equipment has feelings. This one doesn't. It's been like jury rigged and repaired and blown apart. And it goes, beep, beep, Actually, I don't, I'm not even sure if it makes any noises. All right, so uh, if you want, oh no, you don't need a camouflage. Um, speeder takes off, and before long, you'll feel the uh, Talon's ship rock, and you begin to navigate the valley a little before you begin to head for orbit. And while you're uh, you wait. <clears throat> you're waiting for a little bit. Then you will see Fantine in the you know, rear view mirror. Um, moments before you enter light speed. If there's anything that you wish to communicate with, or any planning that you wish to um, undertake en route, or communicate with Kalen. Um, now's the time to do it, otherwise we'll just have a planning montage and you will arrive at your destination. Well, loosely we could be, I mean, we're kind of, a couple of us are sort of techies, I guess, with Tina and me with the medical, or we could be, what is it, tourists, and we're stopping on the station before we go to the asteroid, the Twilight Vale. Yeah, we should. Establish the story and probably establish some security procedures when we get there, but uh, we're going to be winging it a lot. Yeah, so tourist, prospector, or researcher, or something else we didn't think of already. Tourist is probably just fine. We're kind of a hodgepodge anyway. Uh, anything further? Take that as a note. Um... When yeah. did we actually learn about? I know I, I briefly stepped away uh, uh, to use the bathroom when we were discussing it. What is actually going on at the station? What is it? Uh, what's its purpose? Uh, I know we tried to do some research on that. Did we actually find out? I no, think that's right. It's a trade trade station. Yeah. It's a, it's a trade hub. A trade hub. Okay. Yeah. Bespin. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so do, uh, I mean, do we want to be more discreet or do we just try to find the chick and make contact? Or do we just wait to see how many stormtroopers are there before we make a decision? 
Yeah, I probably need to get a lay of the land. Yeah. Maybe when we get there, Tina can hack into their system. That's a possibility, yep. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have to find a way to escape by stealing somebody's ship. I can't remember the quote about illegal actions in the beginning of the process. Cool, cool. It'll be fine. I'm sure my dice won't screw us over. Much. Yeah, that's never happened before. All right. Well, to be fair, we've had other people's dice screw us over. Uh, at the very, I'm thinking of Nosh and uh, the Conan game. <laughs> I'm right here. The veil of hyperspace gives away to star streaks, and then everything uh, comes to a standstill. And before you, you will see this out um, front of the uh, viewport. Hey, it's our new ship. Kalen will announce his approach um, and his granted clearance. You will also see um, next to uh, the Corvette is flying a 2400 Raider. Dash Rendar. Kalen will dock with the airlock on the Corvette. You will all board, and you'll see sort of a hodgepodge crew of peeps going about their business. Um, a few heads will turn as uh, you know, your new faces, and Kalen will take you to the bridge. On the bridge, you will see this gentleman. Um, he will turn to see you enter the bridge. Kalen will say, Captain, these are the people that I told you about. Um, this here is Bosco. Um, luck. He has, he has a rebel symbol on his picture. No, he doesn't. It's just his little right there. NPC interaction icon is green. This here is... Um, Luck and luck, you're still in your clone armor, I assume. Yep, I'll be holding you the, will, uh, the helmet underneath his arm. You will, uh, you'll see there's a sort of smile from this guy, and he says, It's good to see another one of um, you clones. Not many, many of you left, not enough. Yes, sad, unfortunately. And he will actually uh, lean forward and shake your hand. Good to have you on board. Kalen will then say, this here is Nim, Tina, and Darl. Tina will kind of give him a, uh, a little faint smile and like a, a little finger wave. This is where, Nosh, you should play your growl sound. Ah, I wish I had my phone beside me. I don't. You need to set up a soundboard. Got to be ready at a moment's notice. He says, well, good to have you all on board. I'm sure Kalen has uh, briefed you a little bit on the uh, task at hand. A bit, yep. You see he goes over to one of the hollow displays, um, punches a few buttons, and a holographic map 
of the sector will sort of appear. You will sort of zoom in and uh, zoom in on to the Stellara system and you'll see on the map it is um, designated. You see three, um, three stars make up the system. He will go through the same sort of detail, the same sort of information that uh, Kalen, um, Kalen gave you. And then he'll say, I've organized a, uh, a friendly to transport you to Starhaven Station. Unfortunately, we have not been able to secure any transit codes. So uh, that, that still is a, uh, a complication at the moment. Shouldn't be a problem. Is that right, Bosco? That's right. And I give him my most uh, or charming smile and, and show him the hollow cubes. Do you have the yeah. little swing off the, off the teeth as you smile? The little sparkle. <laughs> he says, excellent. That's a relief. I hope these codes are good. Well, you and me both. Foreshad well, we'll <clears throat> foreshadowing. He will uh, press a button on the intercom. He says, uh, Kira to the bridge. Not Akira. Yeah, those are never good. As you guys are sort of talking over, you know, general discussions of the, the mission, um, you will be joined by uh, this person. Oh, Kira. I thought you said Akira. I was like, oh, no, it's going to be a Japanese kid. And he's going to blow our brains off, uh, you know, with the, his mind. Kira. Uh, I'd like you to meet these people, and she will introduce herself. Um, Kira Thelos, the uh, YT that you saw on the way in, that's my ride. Uh, you will all introduce yourselves, and then the sort of brief will go on. Uh, the captain says, I've arranged for Kira to join you on this mission. She will get you to Starhaven Station uh, and hopefully off again. She's one of us. She can be trusted with uh, any information that you find. Is she the captain of the, of, the, of the freighter? She looks at you and gives you a bit of a scowl and says, Of course I am. That's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. And perfectly timed. We approve. That could be worth hmm. bonus points. <laughs> so, is there uh, anything further? Oh, sorry. I haven't told you. The, uh, the captain will give you a communicator. He says, we are on standby nearby. We will light speed into the system and engage the ash fall which is undergoing repairs fortunately for us she's most of her crew are on board the station and she's in a uh, service mode we should be able to in inflict a fair bit of damage um, 
and it won't be too much of a problem to go head to head with her. Our intention is to create as much of a distraction as possible. We'll stay as long as we need to, and then we will depart. Hopefully this will give you enough cover or a potential cover in the event it's needed. What kind of class is the Ashfall? He will bring up on the hollow. Let me move some images around. You do things so weird. Why is that? Uh, because my my first, uh, the way I do it is if I know a bunch of images are going to be shown, I create a new story and then uh, do the links. So I have that story open where I can just click it and share it. Yeah, I've, I've done that before, but I'm lazy. <laughs> so he will bring up um, a hollow image and you see uh, there's a, a ship that will sort of animate from a top view, side view, front view, back view, and it just keeps rotating. One of those. Haven't seen one of those in a very long time. I assure you, they are a, a tough nut to crack um, when captained by the right crew. She definitely outclasses us, however. Fortunately, as I said, she's undergoing repairs and will be vulnerable. Say what you will about the Empire, but they make pretty ships. I like the triangle look. They do look cool. Right. Okay, so that's a command cruiser. That's the Imperial version. I was thinking of the uh, Republic version, the light cruiser, which is, you know, was around during the Clone Wars. Well, I think all the command cruisers were refitted. I think they're refitted cruisers. Uh, it is a reworking of the uh, light cruiser. He says they do have a complement of TIE fighters, so no doubt they will be doing their patrols. patrols. Or, or was it combat air patrols? They will have a cap. On your approach to the station, assuming your trade codes are, are good, um, and you keep your distance, I don't think you'll attract any attention and they'll leave you alone. As to what level of control the Empire has exerted on Starhaven Station, that I'm uncertain, and we still do not know the location of Catalana Wren. Hopefully you can use whatever sources you have available to your team to ascertain that. We are certain that she is not on board the Ashfall. Okay. Wow. So, are there any questions? Um, he will hand the uh, communicator or the beacon uh, to Luck. He says, right. uh, it's 20 minutes. When you activate this beacon, you'll have 20 minutes before we arrive. Mm. If you don't activate it, uh, we won't show. Understood. And we're only going to stick around as long as we need to. I don't want to endanger this ship any more than necessary. Of course, once if we engage, um, the defence fleet of Starhaven Station 
uh, will no doubt also um, involve themselves in an engagement to remove us from the system. So we will not have a great deal of time. Never do. Is there any questions? Uh, I can't see, think of any off the top of my head. Anyone else? Is um, the defense, the security force, are they like to your standard stormtrooper type? No, they're going to be stationed security. Starhaven Station is, well, normally they're not occupied by the Empire. They maintain their own station security. <clears throat> However, with the Ashfall undergoing repairs, much of the crew... Um, will be on board the station. So the situation there at the moment, I'm not certain. If I was to hazard a guess, the Empire will you know, not involve themselves in the local running of things unless there is problems. But they will be present. Well, good news, those command cruisers, they've only got a crew of 750. Um, the captain will sort of shrug. Okay, well. He says, uh, I guess discretion is key, at least until we stir up the hornets. In Star Wars, it has to be some sort of, uh, other thing, not a hornet. The monarchs. I guess that works. Yeah, until we, uh, stir up the Minox nest. Yeah, that'll work. Or the Rotwing's Nest. No, I like Minox's Nest. That's nice. We have just determined that Minox have nests. And you do not wish to stir them. You do not. They'll chew on the power cables. Captain says, well, if there's nothing else, um, we best not waste time. Um, good luck to you. And may the force be with you. Which is probably a phrase you haven't heard in a little while. Or at least in Luck's case. Not an open conversation anyway. Good times. All right, let's get it on. Kira will say, people, this way. She will um, lead you up. And uh, she seems to be a, a fairly talkative individual. She starts asking all sorts of questions about you guys so you know what's your gig where you're from i give her a look you know like where do you where do you think i'm from well she says it's been a long time i don't know where you call home now home if you have such a thing have you been on this station before she will ask you to make a universe reaction roll that is an odd thing for her to wow, say. Wow, that is a very odd thing to ask. Apparently not. She says no. Not a place that I've visited. That's too bad. You will board her ship. Um, I think I actually have... And immediately steal it from her. Oh. She says, any one of you lot, um, a good co-pilot? Daryl. <laughs> Oh my god, he's so that stereotypical. Was rude. Um, yes, we'll play. Yeah, I like the 2400s. 
wow, four plan. Like maybe we're gonna get into a fight in here. Oh, I got a bad feeling about this. Sorry, Don't. let me do that right. I got a bad feeling about this. You can't. There's no hex match. Hey, you never let me get away with that. Yeah, I really like those these boats. It's completely ridiculous, but in a reasonably Why? good way. Why is it ridiculous? Because putting the cockpit on the side makes absolutely zero sense. It's Star Wars. The cockpit's on the side of the Falcon. And that makes zero sense. Heretic! <clears throat> I actually like the asymmetric ship designs of Star Wars. It makes it unique. I mean, it looks good, but it's ridiculous. Why would you do that? Because it looks cool. Because they started a trend and people liked it, and no one bought the regular models. Now everyone wants well, the actually, Tesla. Actually, what's really interesting about the uh, these these YT freighters is they are intentionally designed to be super super module modular. Modular. It better have a big satellite dish on it too. Where the satellite Those dish is, there is a. Um, Dual turbo laser. Ooh, I like it even better. That's for shooting the cable company when they kind of try to come up and tell you, would you like to switch back to cable? Has uh, Tina um, divulged any information about herself in the sort of general chit-chat? Um, not really. No, I don't think so. So she doesn't know that Tina's an engineer? Unless it's obvious. Like if there's like tools oh, hanging off her belt. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I had a I had a kid asking me a question. Um, did she say is anybody an engineer? Well, did Tina sort of divulge that information, or does Tina obviously look like an engineer? Actually, can Tina resist asking engineer questions about the ship? Tina has a giant wrench that is looped on her belt, so I would say she probably looks like an engineer. In pink. Well, Kira says I haven't had a good good engineer in a while. I've uh, I've only had this astromech or R two unit. Um, perhaps you can make yourself at home in engineering. Tina will uh, rub her hands together, say no more, and then stride off. And then she'll like get like a few steps away, and they say, "Which way is engineering?" I'll find it. Never mind. And just keeps going. Yeah, it's not that big a ship. Well, good luck getting it out of there. I don't mind. I could do with a good engineer long term. She says, well, big fella looking at Dahl says, care to join me? And she will start heading to the, the cockpit. She will seat herself in one of the seats and uh, Dahl Dar. In the other. For the record, Nash, Ronky is never going to stop doing that. What did he just say? What did he just call me? Unfortunately, GM doesn't speak. GM doesn't speak. Shiri will. Yeah, and uh, uh, <clears throat> will be uh, more than happy sitting beside her. Does Kira speak Shirawook? Let's have the universe decide. Since you asked the question, Nim, you can make the roll. Well, at least it's not a super important question. Nope. She's nope. never even heard it. 
is sitting there, you know, yammering away in, in Sherwick, and she's like, just, uh-huh, really, yeah, what? She says, I hope you understand what I'm saying. All right. She begins pressing buttons, pulling levers. You will uh, hear the um, freighter detach from the airlock and you will begin to navigate away from the uh, Corvette. Um, How bad is the engine? All right, let's have a roll on your mechanic, mechanic starship. Or if you have particular uh, the particular skill for engines, you're welcome to roll on that. I was expecting mm -hmm. to ask for another reaction roll. I've got hyperdrive, maneuver engine, starship, but they're all the same, so I'll just pick one. Ooh, success by three. That's pretty good. They could do with some maintenance, um, but everything seems to be functional at the moment. Okay. There's, of course, a power converter that's probably well overdue um, a replacement, but at the moment it's still functional. Okay, so Tina will go through and start making a mental list of things that need to be fixed and or replaced ASAP, like possibly at this next station if we can. Oh, so you hand her a parts list. I do. And Nim's going to... Nim's going to kind of wander back in the in generally engineering direction and be poking and pulling at panels and stuff and doing right. the murder math on how he would tear this thing apart. Um, as you're walking around, you will also see that there's a, a turret. Ah, so it does have money for that. It does have some defense capabilities and such. I don't know if any of you have gunner beams. Yep. Yeah, luck does. Did I not? Yes, I did. But Luck is also incurious, so he just is doesn't care unless it uh, unless it's uh, super relevant. So Kira will tell the rest of you, make yourselves at home in the the lounge. I've got a whole lot of lum in the fridge, and I, I think there's some some leftovers there. Um, it should be good. And then Luck is immediately going to chime in and say. Do not drink any of the lum. We're on we're on mission here. Kira will look at you and go, Really? I guess really? the I guess the boss has spoken. Either way, the lum's there. Maybe for on the trip home. Better bloody well better still be there. She turns to Daryl or Dal and uh, says Could you plot us a course? to the uh, Stellara system. Bring us in uh, just outside of Starhaven Station. So uh, is this going to be navigation space or navigation hyperspace? Hyperspace. Any mods on that? Uh, no. You have, if you had an astromech, um, you'd get some bonuses, but you just have the normal Navicom, which is required. Mm. You know, it does uh, does occur to me that most of the other Star Wars games do actually have uh, modifiers depending on when you're going. I don't think there's any major mods when you're, you know, like mid-rim to mid-rim or something like that. But if you're plotting core worlds to 
uh, outer rim, that's a bit more difficult. It actually, that's right. Um, there is a penalty to um, your rolls if you're not on a, um, trade, route. a trade route. And I think I'd determine that as minus two. Interesting. Um, now, should I just wing it or should I be meticulous? How much time can I take to do this properly? Take all the time you need. I'd rather not crash. All right, well then, uh, Daryl will uh, start to uh, look over the uh, electronic uh, digital charts and uh, make sure he knows exactly what he's plotting into the computer, hoping I can offset those uh, mods. Yeah, minus two, that's not that bad. Computer get any bonuses? Well, you need the computer, so computers are required. Well, but it might be quality. Unless you're a Jedi. One of the I know one of the force powers in West End games, I think I think it was uh, West End games, and uh, one of the force powers they had was like you could actually, uh, if you were a Jedi, you could calculate hyperspace coordinates uh, in your head using the force. Space and gilded. Yep. Well, I definitely want to spend as much time as I need to to not have those negative mods. No. Well, she doesn't have an upgraded computer or anything like that. It's a uh stock so make your roll um you can get uh, up to plus five fly through a star and our trip and our real trip quick real... all right what was that last bit there gm uh you can get up to plus five all right i'll, I'll go with a plus i'll go with a plus three how's that okay okay it's only critical fails that you want to avoid by five all right so you will be right on target can I get a uh, engineering um, mechanic? Sorry, mechanic starship role from Tina to make sure hyperdrive and all that is functional. All good. Success by six. You're totally ripping off Traveler now. Totally in. And she will say to Darl, "I want the ship to go because the, because that cracked me up." She what? She what does she want? It's from um, Star Trek. Spock. Uh, yeah, Spock says it. I want the ship to go. Fan, a fan of that. No, she says punch it. <laughs> yeah, punch it. Punches it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, now now the engine's broke. Engine. Daryl punches it. No, all is good. Um, you get star streaks. And you're gone. And unless you guys are, unless you guys are doing anything in particular, you will arrive at your location, and I think that is a good place to leave it. Actually, I think you would, you know, probably just end it with us making the jump. Make, well, we yeah. make the jump, and the circle follows us. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll you know how the Star Wars does the. Uh, uh, the the circle fades. Yeah, and that's exactly how it happens. The next week we open with the poof, you know you know dropping out of light speed and crashing into another ship and exploding. For a second there, I thought I saw the destination, but I don't. That wasn't real. And that's where we'll leave it. Cool, cool. Since we're at time or a little over time. All right. Um, two points, everyone. 
Two points. Excellent. Sweet. Is there anyone spending in any of their points right now? Um, I did spend one uh, for the intimidation because you know I remembered that after you had uh, mentioned, it. I'm like, oh yeah, I do need that. There was another one that you were surprised you didn't have as well. Was it tactics? No, good God, no! I got tactics. I got that at fourteen. I do recall there was there was something else, or it might have been someone else that realized they didn't have a skill. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, well, if there's nothing else, then if you are watching this, and if you have any questions, corrections, suggestions, or general hecklings, feel free to leave a comment here or find us on Discord. Please consider liking and subscribing to our YouTube, Twitch, and podcast channels. Uh, thank you for watching. Olympus out. Good night.